swords and candle art to spark souls and charge souls to cross roads and bandits are catacombs and giant doors protect the chest of stores and legendary items with the dragon bones and iron it's ores. a grand theft of elk scrolls simon's quest the tone earl rock shoes to every clue keeps the exit gaming news the potus needs some bad dudes to crash crew like bandicoot all shit a game in english control nations Control issues. Yes, yes, y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. What is control issues at in the AM? So, and this is a dub. You can find us at control issues.com. You can also go to your podcast provider, whoever that may be, whether it's Google Play, iTunes, Podcast, uh, <laughs> Stitcher Radio. Yeah, look for control issues, download it, subscribe to it, rate it, review it. It was five stars. Let us know you're out there. Go to Twitch. TV slash Control Issues Pod, where we put up gameplay videos for your viewing pleasure every so often. We've actually got some surprises up there for you right at this moment. So rush on over and hit up Twitter. My Control Issues is the handle and handle that. AMC, how are you living? Feeling good. Uh, what, two weeks off, feeling fresh, ready for Damn. the show. Yeah, uh, I was up in Big Bear, so we were, we were not able to record last week. So we got we got two weeks of news for you. How have these two weeks been for you, Ado? Oh, these two weeks have been pretty fantastic, man. Got some new developments, you know, feeling better about myself, just keeping everything under control. And yeah, just getting my hours in. You know how it goes. Yeah. So, well, speaking of them hours, oh, A-Dub, you got, you've been putting a ton of hours in. Um, so let's get right into it. What have you been playing? Well, <laughs> over this past week, past two weeks actually not only was i able to purchase an xbox series x but i picked it up i hooked it up i fired it up and i tore it up <laughs> oh man yes i was in that uh finally got a series x control issues is officially in the next gen we got one foot in we got to get three more in there um yeah man how long has it uh, been since you've owned an xbox uh just a couple days no, 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 sorry. Uh, since you've been in the oh, Xbox since I've been in the Xbox game, yeah, I was checking my gamer tag, which I successfully recovered, and it looks like the last time I fired up an Xbox was to play Forza Four on 360 about seven years ago, yes. 2014. You were back, <laughs> super back. So I went from Forza Four to Forza Horizon Four, and got got the game. There's an Xbox Live sale going on right now deep discounts on tons of games also bought sunset overdrive for like eight bucks so i might fire that up today stream a little bit just to see what it's about but forza horizon 4 i told you guys for several months now i have my driving itch i was trying to give sony you know as much time as i could i wanted to i wanted to get gran turismo 7 and if i couldn't get an xbox by then i was just gonna you know put it in God's hands, but God put it in my hands by getting me <laughs> that Best Buy purchase. I got Forza Horizon 4 and I couldn't be happier. It is far and away the best racing experience I've ever had on a console or any platform for that matter. It's 
it's got all the cards. It's got the customization. You can customize your avatar. You can pick a nickname. They have my last name in there for some reason. So the, the game is talking directly to me. Uh, the emotes, all the events. Uh, I bought the Ultimate Edition. It was on sale, formerly $100. Got it for like 60 So I got all the, I think it was like 42 free cars that were added, all the car packs. We got the, the Lego DLC, which I'm definitely going to stream a bit of later. And that is just, it's it's basically a standalone Forza Lego game, but it's an expansion for the existing Forza. You can drive real cars in the Lego world. You can drive Lego cars in the real world. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's awesome. You know, the Fortune Island DLC, uh, the, the Super 7 content. And I'm just, I'm just having the time of my life. Like, it's... Not only is it great to get back into racing games, but it's also amazing to get into one that's so beautifully polished. And underneath it all, it's an Xbox One game that I'm playing on the Series X. So I get the benefit of the faster load times, the the solid, smooth frame rate, the any visual enhancements that were patched in for the uh, Xbox One X. So yeah, man, it so far my Xbox experience is unbelievable. I love the controller. Like it's, it's got weight to it. It's like dense, but it feels light. It's got the textured grips. The buttons all click with a, a very satisfying, satisfying sound. It's, it's you gonna awesome. get that? Are you gonna get that elite controller? I might have to get it, dude. <laughs> get the pedals. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll ask for it for Christmas. Yeah. Get the paddle so I can power slide under the controller instead uh, of using the face button. Keep yeah. my fingers on the sticks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the um? most noticeable like difference like or at least that feels next gen about this console uh definitely the hardware performance itself i i hold the button it makes a sound and it's right on immediately like it it took me by surprise my sister came over with with her family and they were kicking it i fired up the xbox because i just wanted to show them forza and it just came on so fast i was like god what (laughs) It, it didn't make sense like it it was on instantaneously from i think it was a cold boot too like i turned it off and it's just bloop, ready to go cut the game on ready to go quick resume ready to go uh going here going there bouncing out to the to the menu changing settings going to twitch setting up the the stream because you know i got four videos up there for you it, it's just it's beautifully responsive it's just snappy and quick it's everything that i've wanted from the modern console experience once we got to the point of having dashboards and that's been the one thing that's really been lacking in that space so now it just feels like this this feels like what the best of gaming has to offer insofar as performance and presentation so it makes me look forward to the ps5 even more but right now it's all Series X for me. But AMC, what have you been playing? Man, I will not spend too much time after hearing all of that beautifulness. Uh, I've been putting in work in Super Mario 3D World. We put down, I think it was World 6 at this point. Maybe 5, but 6. I don't know. We're, we're deep in the game. Um, we put that down. Moving on to the next level. Um, we went back, got some more of those uh, green stars. We're trying to get 
basically get all of those, get all the collectibles, everything that we can before beating this game. And we're pretty deep. And the best part about it is we know that we have Bowser's Fury right around the corner to, to jump right into. Yes. I can't wait to see what that's all about because by all accounts, it looks like you're going to be able to play as Bowser Jr., which is something I've always wanted. I've only been able to control him in Mario Kart. So to play as him in a Mario game is going to be absolutely amazing. Uh, it takes me back to playing, was it Mario RPG and having having Bowser on the squad with the chomp chain? <laughs> that shit was <laughs> um yeah I mean, Bowser basically has the mushroom kingdom equivalent of a pit bull yeah yeah just like don't make me let go don't make me let go of this <laughs> you basically had dmx in your party <laughs> yeah oh yeah the news about dmx kind of sad <laughs> yeah I, I hope he i hope he gets well yeah yeah um other than that played some more fire emblem don't have much to say there i didn't get to play much fire emblem these past two weeks so that's that's a that's kind of a, a sad point, but I'll make sure to put those hours in as I find those hours. Uh, but yeah, let's get right into it, Adil. Let's get into these meaty, veiny, girthy topics of the week. Topics of, of the, the week. week. You want to lead it off, Adil? Should I? I mean, Xbox had a indie showcase, the ID at Xbox demonstration. They showed off a impressive allotment of games i must say there's at least two that i'm highly interested in i mean two that are new one that i've already seen maybe even three but i'll just run you guys through it real quick give you a little little detail here and there amc you've seen a couple of the games so you know what's up i'll just give you some of the bigger ones there's an rpg that's coming out it's like a dungeon crawler <laughs> it's hard to describe, but it's called Nobody Saves the World. So what goes on in this game is as you're crawling through the dungeon and leveling up, you, your character doesn't just get more powerful. Is every level you hit, you become a different character class. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so players transform into a ranger, a rat, a horse, and a dozen other unique forms. Uh, players will be able to mix and match abilities to create custom builds. It's going to be on PC and consoles later this year promises dungeons of dungeons and the chance to save the world so it's called nobody saves the world because the character's name is nobody so you're nobody and you become everybody you become, so, you become somebody <laughs> yeah. yes so let's see what else a big one for me personally was a game entitled death's door so this is from the creators of titan souls which is a game that it's kind of a it's a souls inspired game but in this one you only have one arrow and all the enemies die by one hit but the idea is to endure their attacks and patterns long enough to find that weakness and hit it with the arrow to win victory in this game it looks like you're playing as a crow with a demonic sword <laughs> he's he has a day job which is going out to collect spirits of some kind i guess i guess he works for death and it turns into a an isometric kind of dungeon crawling fighting experience similar to curse of the dead gods and also getting comparisons to games like hades so it's a fantasy action adventure set in a world where crows are in charge of reaping the souls of the dead <laughs> i'm looking forward to that it has an outstanding art style moves and performs like all the dungeon crawling roguelites that i adore very good. I mean, we saw we saw new footage of 12 Minutes, which is the game where you have to figure out, you know, how to stop you and your, your loved one from being murdered in your apartment. The game takes place in the whole apartment. 
the events take place over 12 minutes. So you got to figure that out. Uh, we saw some new footage of the Ascent, the isometric cyberpunk game where it's a Diablo like, but it's doing cool things. Like they showed off some multiplayer. And so we not only got to see different kinds of characters, but we also got to see much more action than we've been shown before. We got to see how some of the looting happens. We also got to see some additional mechanics such as the ability to duck behind cover and blind fire while in combat. So it's a, it's a Diablo-like cover shooter set in a cyberpunk universe. And that is going to be something I'm going to be all over as soon as I can. And let me see. One last game that I wanted to bring up was Art of Rally. And I also showed this to you, AMC. This is a game, it, it's, it looks like a gorgeous painting in motion and it's rally racing. So it's kind of a top-down view. You're not behind the car and you're navigating, you know, through the tracks. It, it sounds and it maneuvers like any racing simulator that you're probably a fan of, except it just has a more peaceful and mindful aesthetic about it. You know, some of the comments range from the game being, you know, meditation to it being a, a love letter to the, the glory days of rally racing, things of that nature. It's being received extremely well. It's something that I want to be on top of because my driving itch knows no bounds. AMC, uh, did you have any comments about any of the ID at Xbox games? Yeah, I mean, the two notable ones, uh, obviously the ones that you uh, definitely like took aside and said, hey, you need to watch these, Death's Door, The Ascent, both look great. I would say The Ascent, what kind of got me, I knew that the gameplay was there from when the game was revealed, but then now seeing just the environments and there are just shots of them just kind of walking and as you're as they're just walking and not much is going on you're just looking at the environments and you see that they've built an entire world for this game like almost like something that you wouldn't expect from a game like this um like you would expect this maybe from like a divinity style game where there's a lot of like world building and in great environments that you're gonna um that you're gonna uh pass but uh yeah in this game to think that this this very action-oriented game also has this going on at the same time. Uh, we kind of joked, I think you said that this is the cyberpunk game that we always wanted. <laughs> or that, or that yeah, like they should have just they should have just canceled Cyberpunk and bought this game. Yeah. <laughs> and just called it Cyberpunk 2077, because I think that would have resonated much better <laughs> with everybody. Yeah. And then Death's Door, first time seeing that, that game looked looked great. Um, love the idea of you're playing as a crow with a looks like a, a death, a demonic sword, because it has that red energy come off of it. Uh, yeah, the moment I saw the gameplay, I knew it was, um, everything was there, it was right. I didn't know about the the one-shot aspect of it. I actually love that. It, like, almost oh, like, well, that's, that's from Titan Souls. It's not in Death's Door. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, well, Death's okay. Door, it's just straight-up combat, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So the combat looked great in this game, um, and yeah, I... I like the, uh, the 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 character designs. It's it's very different, but yet like not too comical. Where you then take the game less serious. Um, it's almost like artful. And so yeah, uh, both games looked incredible. And um, yeah, I can't wait to see you stream those games once you pick them up, a dub. Mm -hmm, because that's totally happening. But not before we get to our next topic of the week. Top, top topic, topic of the week. week. You know what? Should we just stay with Xbox on this one, a dub? Hey, I don't see why not. 
What you got? MOB the show again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right to it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, this is a game that it was announced last year uh, that it would be going uh, multi-platform and for a game that had been exclusive to the PlayStation ecosystem for oh so long. Um, and so there was a lot of to do there. Well, we got another update, a dub, that being MOB the show will be coming to Game Pass Day one. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> How could they do this? <laughs> what does this mean? Yes. Yeah, so, so this coming uh, by way of Microsoft, we're delighted to announce that it will be the show 21 is coming to Game Pass on day one and will be available on April 20th for Xbox Series X, S, and Xbox One, as well as Android phones, tablets via Xbox Cloud Gaming Beta for Ultimate members. That's a lot. But all that really matters is it will be the show becoming the game pass on day one. A dub. Do you have any comments? <laughs> I think some other folks want to come to the mic on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got you. We got you. Troll of the week. Troll of the week. Troll of the week. Uh, some people aren't happy. AFC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like it. They don't like that more people, more baseball fans, will be able to play the, the game they're waiting for on the console of their choice. Oh, <laughs> they don't like that. First troll says. <laughs> Second troll says. I felt the tides turn today. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this this is the, the nail in the coffin. Yeah. Next show says, this is funny. How Sony let this happen is too funny. Yeah. I'd be upset if I were Sony loyalists and played sports games. I'd be livid. <laughs> livid. <laughs> How Sony let this happen, like Microsoft just came and tore the game out of their hands. Say it's my game, punk. <laughs> yeah. It's no longer on soon. It's no longer on PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Next show says, just wait until Monday when Microsoft announces they're bringing Halo to PS Plus. Oh, man. Next troll. Wow. Just wow. A PlayStation first party exclusive on Xbox and day and date as well. That's got to hurt. The Sony Defense Force ponies will be up in arms. Oh, the defense force. The defense force and the ponies. Yeah, scratching their heads. <laughs> With their hooves. <laughs> Next troll says, sounds like a home run for Game Pass. Oh. <laughs> play on words. words. <laughs> Next troll says, here's to the first of many of former PlayStation exclusives coming to Game Pass day one. Uh, because now the floodgates are open AMC. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's going to Game Pass. Next show says to everyone ready to write off Sony now, it's one game. Yeah. There's, yeah. The, there's the pony defense force right there. Yeah. <laughs> the minimalist trolls who try to minimize the effort. Like, uh, it's, it's just one game because it's always just going to be one game until it's two games. <laughs> uh, next show says, Phil Spencer's journal, April 2nd, 2021. Fanboy carcass in alley this morning. Sony emblem on burst stomach. The gaming industry is afraid of me. I've seen its true face. Uh, of me. <laughs> <laughs> one, man. Yeah, yeah, one man. One way. All by myself. <laughs> one blanket. One pillow. Ready to go night-night. <laughs> Ready to go night-night. <laughs> 
Next show says Microsoft dunking all over Sony with this one. No two ways about it. <laughs> Again, like Microsoft just took something and Sony got nothing in exchange. As if, you know, Microsoft didn't pay for this. <laughs> Next troll and last troll says, glad it's also coming to PS Now day one. Oh, wait, it doesn't. Uh, all the PS Now people are upset. <laughs> Gotta rub that, that, that sea salt in the wound. <laughs> Those big ass crystals. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, hey, yeah, it's a Sony exclusive going to Xbox Game Pass. That can definitely be felt as a loss for Sony and a gain for Xbox. I mean, I don't see it being dunking all over Sony again. Microsoft had to pay for this. That's money that can go toward funding the development of the next great Sony exclusive. And it's and, still on PlayStation. And it's still on PlayStation. <laughs> I'd be laughing to the bank if they just made it like a PS Plus game. <laughs> and like, oh yeah, last minute. And then uh, we, we were talking to the pre-show and you made an excellent point about it being annualized. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, I think it's one of those things. It's a win for the consumer. I feel like is uh, because in general with me, I used to be a big Madden player. I bought Madden every year until I stopped because I was like, why am I buying Madden every year? I think I even tried to like sell it when I was transitioning between PlayStation two to PS three. So I was like, Oh, I'm going, go I'm going to sell all my PS two games. And I don't play anymore. And so I had a ton of Madden games. And when I went in, they were like, that one's going to be 25 cents. That was mm. 30 cents. Uh, when that came out last year, it's going to be a dollar. <laughs> and uh, I was just like, like my heart just hurt so bad. And then I remember at that point, I was like, yeah, never again, never again. And yeah, it makes sense now. Um, especially if you're trying to sell a subscription service to put these games on subscription services, these annualized sports games that don't necessarily see a ton of upgrades from, from year to year, but yet people want to buy the newest version of that game. And this makes total sense for, as far as value to the consumer. And so I think it's, it's a, it's a, it's a win, like a big win for Microsoft, but not in a way that it's a win for Microsoft, which means a loss for Sony. It's a win for game pass, but um, people who buy the show on Sony on PlayStation, I don't think that means that they're now going to get game pass instead. It's just uh, if you own both consoles at this point, which would be pretty tough because it's hard as hell to get a PlayStation five. But if you happen to own both consoles, maybe you decide, all right, I already have Game Pass. I don't need to buy this on PlayStation. That's the only difference. But other than that, not that huge of a deal. I just think it's a win for the consumer, which is always great. I'm getting tired of people trying to make me buy Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want it. I'm not, I'm not in this ecosystem for that kind of service. I buy the games I want. It doesn't matter to me that, oh, you could just, you get them day one. You're only paying, you know, for the price of two games. You can get every game. It's like, but I don't want every game. I just want this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't, I don't get PS Plus for the free PS Plus games. Like, that would that wouldn't really make sense to me and like because there's so many games that i add to my library that i have never touched actually i would say 90 percent of the games that i add to my library for ps plus i don't end up touching and so yeah it's one of those things if you're into just playing just a machine gun fire of video games like oh i see that i'm gonna give that a shot oh i see that i'm gonna give it a shot game pass is perfect for that type of gamer but it's not for everybody and so the idea that like because you own an Xbox, you have to get Game Pass. It's just not your style. <laughs> yeah. 
but whatever. We'll we'll get into Xbox community gripes next week. Because <laughs> it's it's proving to be a rough transition to to spending more time within the Xbox community online. But yeah, I digress. <laughs> well, let's move into the next topic of the week. Top topic of the week. What you got, Ado? What do I have? I mean, I have a series of, of cyberpunk articles. <laughs> All right, let's let's rifle through them. Let's rifle through them. So first and foremost, a few days ago, patch 1.2 came out. This is the February patch that ended up getting delayed because of the cyber attack. And it's out and it fixes a whole lot of stuff according to its lengthy patch notes. However, we move to the next article where the patch seemingly introduces a host of new bugs. Uh, people have been posting pictures online about how they'll get out of a vehicle or off of a motorcycle, then look down at their legs and they're turning into like a tesseract. <laughs> pop polygons shooting all over the place. Uh, let's see, there's another bug that involves the dynamic weather that seems to be giving players permanent sandstorms. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see, uh, there's bugs where vehicles start behaving erratically. <laughs> Uh, there's clipping issues with cars, clothes, walls. There's even, there's even issues where the meters on the motorcycle are projected onto the billboards. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, th- th- this is the nature of making open world games of this style. Every time you fix something, you break something else. I mean, Todd Howard has been trying to put everybody on game forever about the difficulties of making these these broad, expansive, choice-driven experiences. So, you know, you're going to learn today. <laughs> so, yeah, Big Patch comes out. Big Patch fixes things. Big, big Patch breaks things. Uh, more CD Projekt news. They've acquired a Canadian development studio, uh, specifically. They picked up Digital Scapes. And this is based in Vancouver. Uh, the studio will become CD Projekt Red Vancouver and join the developers' portfolio teams. That includes the three existing ones based in Warsaw, Krakow, and Roblox. And last, well, second to last on my cyberpunk news, because <laughs> there's a lot going on here. Uh, they've announced that development for The Witcher 4, as well as the next cyberpunk AAA game, will begin next year. I think that's a little too soon, but hey, they're running the business, not me. So here's hoping for the best. Take all the time you need, please. That is advice, not a request. And lastly, Cyberpunk 2077 multiplayer is being reconsidered. (laughs) Yeah, due to the issues with Cyberpunk and the ongoing effort to get it into better shape than it should be. The plans for the Cyberpunk multiplayer are likely being shuttered, but we'll see, allegedly. So, yeah, man, it's it's the CD Projekt Red felt that it's kind of disrespectful to do the multiplayer while still trying to get the original game to where it is. Uh, AMC, you got any thoughts or opinions on this slew of CD Projekt Red cyberpunk news? Yeah, I mean, uh, one, it seems that uh, CD Projekt Red is doing fine, the fact that they're still expanding. I know a lot of people when cyberpunk came out and you saw 
hit with uh people wanting to return the game and then yeah. i guess their stock took a hit or whatever they lost a billion <laughs> yeah and then they got lawsuits but yet they're adding another studio which means that they seem to be doing well enough that they're not just completely turtle shelling and just focusing on this one game they're mm-hmm. actually if anything they're expanding um so that's good for cd project red um hopefully they can bounce back with the whole uh, multiplayer thing um yeah i think it makes sense that they hold off um reconsider um because one you got to get this game right uh two yeah why are you going to put out more content that could be that could have even more issues like it's one thing to for a game to be buggy when it's just for single player but then when you throw a bunch of people all on one game at the same time you start to you know move into what is it fallout 76 territory where just people are seeing just the most heinous of uh bugs and so yeah you don't want to bring that like just add that throw that gasoline on the fire is what i'll say um and so yeah it makes sense hold off reconsider and then you come out stronger later especially as we move more into the uh as we move more into the playstation 5 xbox series x generation um it seems like the best way to play this game will one is on PC. If not there, then next gen, um, which would explain why I'm assuming cyberpunk is still not on the PlayStation store. Just don't even touch it. If you have a PlayStation four. Um, and so, yeah, uh, if anything, I feel like if they were going to put out a multiplayer, they would do what they should have done with this and make it uh, console, I guess, exclusive or generation exclusive to current gen and not last gen. Um, and so, yeah, just hold off on all of that. Let the news die down. And um, yeah, yeah. if you're going to put out a patch, try to make sure it doesn't fuck up the game <laughs> more than it was in the past. Yeah, definitely waiting for the next gen version. And personally, I think they, they acquired a new studio because they could probably use the help. <laughs> Uh, well, let's get to our next topic of the week. Top topic, topic of, of the, the week. week. What you got? Yes, um, you know, let's move over to Sony territory, and this being Sony movie territory, because a dub, we got an announcement that there will be a Ghost of Tsushima movie. So this coming by way of IGN, Sony Pictures, and PlayStation Productions are developing a film adaptation of Ghost of Tsushima with John Wick director Chad Stahelski attached to the helm. Oh, so you know that actually is just going to be on point. Yeah. What do you, what do you what do you think about a Ghost of Tsushima movie, Dub? I think it's awesome. You're going to you're going to introduce a huge audience of people that maybe didn't play the game at all or even know of it to the history of the island of Tsushima, you know, Japanese history, uh, culture. So that's always welcome. You're gonna be giving uh, Asian American folks some representation, you know, and you're just gonna make a rock solid action film. Yeah, I mean, you think about it, we don't get a ton of samurai movies in the US, if any, and the only one that I can think of in the US was starring Tom Cruise. Yeah, so that doesn't really count. And then there was also, what, The Wall, or The Great Wall with Matt Damon. Matt Damon, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, um, this is, I think, long overdue. Um, And, yeah, could be... Great, a great like uh, injection, uh, steroid injection into samurai genre um, as far as films go. So hopefully this turns out really well. Uh, we already know just based off of the game, they have a great story behind it. Great, great lead character, protagonist. And um, 
yeah, I, I can't wait to see how this looks because that game had a had a great cast of characters of companions that you met up with every now and then and to see all those people um played out in in real life um is gonna be awesome was it lady and and just so that everybody's aware daisuke suji the voice actor for jin sakai in ghost tsushima has volunteered his services to reprise the role for the film yes <laughs> and i sincerely hope they take him up on that offer yeah <laughs> yeah so that's awesome yeah, but let's I get into our next topic of the week top top topic, topic of, of the, the week. week what you got oh i got it got it all right no man sky is back <laughs> yes yet another big content update no man sky expeditions it is out and you are ready for it. So Expedition's flagship feature, this is coming by way of IGN, Matt Perslow, saying that it's a new mode that features rendezvous planets. These are worlds where players all start in the same place and can embark on expeditions together across the galaxy. Uh, the expeditions can be planned using the Expedition Planner menu, and this will help everyone in the team remain focused. Expeditions are made up of phases, and those are split into milestone challenges, uh, while this does add focus, Hello Games promises that milestones are open-ended and can be completed in any order, which preserves the freeform nature of the game. So you can work as a group. You can probably break off, do your own thing. I don't know. Well, I'll check it out one of these days. I feel like by the time I get back into No Man's Sky, number one, I'm waiting for a PS5. Number two, I'm waiting until I can get like one more title update, hopefully. Uh, the user interface, it's been updated. It's in 4K now. It uh, has colorblind support. Uh, Twitch drop support has been added. Cross-platform naming mergers, improved ping system, better text chat. can unlock a gold helmet, ship rewards. And you have ongoing season system. And that'll be in there. So, you know, check out the patch notes. They're always very informative about what they're putting in the game and what the desired effect is going to produce. So if you're still into No Man's Sky, it's another reason to come back. If you haven't gotten into No Man's Sky yet, it's another reason why you should stop holding out. AMC, how do you feel about it? Um, I mean, the game the game didn't launch perfect, a dub. So, like, why why are they? <laughs> yeah, this is great. Um, Hello, games. Why are they still supporting this dead game? Yeah, yeah. I already sold it. Well, that's your loss. Um, yeah, I'm so happy whenever I see in an update. If you want to talk about dunking on people, I feel like Hello Games. That's all they do is they just dunk on all their haters mm -hmm. by supporting their community that continues to support them. Um, and by doing running that, up the score yeah running up the score they're like oh we got more updates oh we got more content and by the way all of this is free none of it dlc no paywalls all you got to do is hop on this game and you get all of it uh free of charge which is awesome uh they've done so they've done such a good job of turning the narrative down it gives you hope for other games like even when you look at like what is it like a cyberpunk 27 to 7 it's like the hope that the the work and the focus that hello games has done with making no man's sky the game that they wanted it to be that they dreamed it to be now to make that a reality uh, it gives you hope for other developers to be able to turn their games around if they're willing to put that focus and effort behind it um and it's also 
it's great because whenever people lose their minds about the launch of a game and act like they were personally slighted by a developer because of all these promises and yada, yada, yada. And then they go into that whole thing where developers just don't care about the gamer. You see this and it's like, no, no, no. Like They care about their game. They might not care about your bullshit, but they're not making this game better for you. They're making this game better because they made a promise that they were going to make a good game. And then if, if, if there's one thing that they're going to do, it's they're going to make sure that they get that good game out there to the public. And so, yeah, that should always be the focus of the developer. It's not about the haters. It's about the game and what you, the work that you want to leave behind. And so, yeah, just that, that care and dedication just shows with what Hello Games is doing. And you better believe when they come out with any more games, you got to, you got to assume that they're going to put that care and support behind whatever they release after this. So I think that they've done a great job. I keep hearing you say Karen support. <laughs> Karen support? How you like it like it's a like it's a hotline for Karen's instead of them calling the police. Yeah, like, <laughs> all these people are just turning on me. <laughs> it's like, well, you should probably think about the things you're saying. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I love when LeBron LeBron, I guess, got into it. This is like a month months ago or whatever when he got into yeah. it with somebody on the court side and he called her a courtside karen <laughs> yes she everywhere man <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right well let's get into the next topic uh, of the week top topic top of the... topic of the week uh this one you know we'll make this one quick e3 there was a rumor that E3 was going to be behind a paywall. Well, the ESA came out and they let GameSpot know, we've been hard at work to deliver a free experience for everyone interested in E3 2021. And we're excited to share further details soon. Um, there will be no elements at E3 2021 that will be behind a paid for pass or paywall. So yeah, they just um, let y'all know that they're not going to be charging y'all to to look at trailers <laughs> for mm-hmm. video games <laughs> that are going to be posted all over YouTube <laughs> an hour after the show. <laughs> but yeah, because somebody on the internet decided to run a a, a quote unquote leak that people are going to have to pay for a digital pass in order to to see these these trailers. Um, the ESA came out and said, no, 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 it's not going to be like that. This is going to be a digital event. We'll make sure that everything is available to the to the public. And yeah, I think they're handling this correctly. I'm uh, really tra- getting tired of these companies falling for that little tactic of just people putting out clearly incorrect information just to force them to clarify with correct information. Yeah, and then so then they can then hold it against them for if they charge for anything. Yeah, <laughs> you promised. Uh, the only thing I'll say about this, Adub, as far as the question goes, like, how do you feel about? Um, I know the, the I think it was Gamescom or one of them said that they might do attendance. How do you feel about these like digital events versus you know in attendance for the year of twenty twenty one? At least it's a way for people to still engage with the show at the time of the show. It opens it up to more people. It, it makes it accessible and you know there's no preferential treatment like nobody has to wait in lines i mean of course you won't be able to demo to, yeah the demos and you won't be able to get the merch you won't be able to see the occasional booth babe even in their toned down glory but <laughs> it, you know it 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 brings equity <laughs> to gamers where everybody's on even footing everybody's in the comfort of their own home you don't have to drive to downtown you don't have to park you don't have to be shoulder to shoulder with everybody and their mother 
you know, this, but that's all part of the convention experience. So, you know, I do miss that. But at the same token, I think that they should maintain this kind of platform in addition to the in-person vibe just to, you know, some people just want to watch it at home. And it's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think the big thing is that you still have the in-person uh, when it comes to like demoing and all that stuff, but all the other content, it'd be great if you could just have access to it. Like even, even those, the, the demos that we just sat in on, like, well, I remember we went, we watched, um, what is it? Uh, infamous uh, second son, or I, maybe it was watchdogs. We, we sat in on one of those demos and, you know, we didn't get to touch it. I think that was when they were showing off the, the touchpad experience with the, yeah. um, <laughs> with an iPad. Yeah. Um, oh was, yeah. With the drone and it didn't work. Yeah. When that was going to be a thing <laughs> going into the PS4 generation. Uh, uh, second screen, man. I guess it was too soon. Yeah. I watch it'll come back like next generation and people will be like, Oh yeah, this is incredible. I don't know why we didn't get this sooner. <laughs> because you hated on it that's why. yeah but uh yeah certain things like that i feel like those demos that'd be cool if like the public could like see those and then if you want to go to e3 to get more of that hands-on experience to have that there but i do like the idea of um also just being cautious i mean 2021 we got the vaccines coming but still not available to everybody at large so yeah why not hold off at least um till the end of the year at least if you're gonna do like an in-person event um mm -hmm. and so yeah if you're not make it available to the public and yeah um especially the way things have been going with e3 you want to you want to be able to build the name back up for that conference because it is kind of starting to slip and um they want it to still be the premier showcase when it comes to game announcements and so i think um being more open to the public i think is going to be a better thing for that conference mm-hmm with that, let's move into the next topic of the week. Top topic of the week. You got anything else, Adele? Hey, you want to talk about these PS Plus games for April? Yes, let's do it. Yes. So keep it short and sweet. PS Plus games for April. On PS4, we've got Zombie Army 4. People are pretty pumped for that. We also have Days Gone. For PS5, we have Odd World Soulstorm. Yes. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, brand new PS5 game. There you go. <laughs> Got Days Gone. There's a, a Sony hit, a sleeper hit. People tried to hate on it, call it generic, tried to say it was buggy, but still sold, still did well, probably getting a sequel, hopefully. Uh, people were trying to poke at Days Gone being on PS Plus. I was like, isn't it part of the PS? PS Plus collection, and of course, someone quickly pointed out that the PS Plus collection is for people with PS5s, and most of y'all ain't got those, and you ain't got Days Gone, so it's free on PS4. Play it and chill out. <laughs> <laughs> Always trying to find, oh, they're, they're fucking up. Nah, they're doing fine. <laughs> Uh, Odd World. See how you feel. Yeah, Odd World. I'll get right into that. That's a game that um, you know, I said looked good. It wasn't a game that I would have considered. You know, it wasn't on my radar as far as a game that I would purchase. But every time I saw it, it looked good. But now that's on PS Plus, and I hate to be that dude. I, I like you know, like oh, I wouldn't buy this, but if it's on PS Plus, um, but I am saying that I am going to add it to my library, and if I do have, you know, just a, a point in time which will be never when I have no games to play. <laughs> 
I'll definitely hop into Oddworld because that game did look good. I'm sure the people who are excited about that game are really excited about this announcement because um, it does look like a game that's a quality game. Um, the fact that they got it, I guess, day one or whatever on um, PS Plus, that's that's absolutely awesome. So yeah, how about that? How about that, Microsoft? Sony dunking on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh. But the lineup, I will say this, the lineups have been pretty good lately because um, there's always been a quality PS4 game. And with that, that just adds the value now of the PS5. Um, and they've done pretty well with the PS5 games, I'll say. Um, people who were excited about Destruction All-Stars, you got that on PS5, uh, I mean, on PS Plus, And now you got Abe's Odd, Odd World, whatever, Odyssey. So mm. yeah, that's great. But you know what you ain't got? MLB The Show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 tearing off the loincloth oh well uh let's move into the next topic of the week top topic of the week this is a quick hit yeah, this is a quick hit. The continued success of the Monster Hunter franchise, Monster Hunter Rise, this announced by Capcom, has shipped 4 million units globally. Uh, one console. Yeah, so, yeah, the continued success of Monster Hunter, uh, this Rise, this one being on the Switch, already doing well. Um, I can't imagine what a PlayStation 5 Monster Hunter game is going to look like. Oh, um, Lord. And, <laughs> but I just love that. The community is still here, still supporting. It wasn't a fluke with uh, Monster Hunter World. Um, and so, yeah, uh, just seeing that this is continuing to show that Capcom can just put out great games. A uh, developer that I think people, I won't necessarily say had written off, but, you know, had kind of, you know, pushed aside, like, oh, uh, they, they lost their way with the Resident Evils and yada, yada. Mm-hmm. We're now seeing consistent great games coming out of Capcom and this just being another one in the stable. So yeah, good get on you, Capcom. Yes, good on you. Uh, that's it for me. Yeah, that's uh we also saw Returnal went gold. Um, so you don't have to worry about that game getting delayed again. And yeah, that's all we got. So any final words, A Dub, before we get out of here? Uh the light at the end of the tunnel is getting brighter and nearer. So hold on tighter. Stay disciplined, stay safe. I'll see you on the other side. Well, this is Control Issues. I am the AM. And this is Angel. We are Control Issues. Thanks for playing. Sucker. Sucker.